0: shout out to all the dads. Come on, let's give it up for dad here today. Come on, all of our dads, happy Father's Day. We honor you. We're thankful for you. We appreciate you. Even though you're rocking the button-up plaid shirts 24-7, we love dads. And I'm so glad that you're here today on this very special day because, again, we serve such a great Heavenly Father. And really, our job as a dad is just to be like him if we could be like him we'll crush this thing called fatherhood again my name is Jason Bentley I serve as the lead pastor and I want to welcome you today to Waterview and a moment ago we were singing a song and there was a lyric that just really stood out to me and grabbed my attention that said we are standing on your faithfulness we're standing on your faithfulness and That's why we're here today. We're standing on God's faithfulness. He's been so good. He's been so faithful. And because of his faithfulness, we have, for the last few weeks, been taking a look at faith. And we've started a series called The Faces of Faith where we've been exploring different aspects of faith. But the truth of the matter is we can have faith because he is faithful. We we can strengthen our faith. We can, as we talked about last week, fan our faith into flames because he is faithful, and he is the reason for all of it. He's the reason that we're here today. And so we're going to continue with our series. But before we do, I just wanted to make mention that today we need to sign up. If you haven't already... We need to sign up for a summer small group this upcoming week. The different small groups that we're offering through the next few weeks during our summer season are going to start meeting. They're kicking off this next week. So be sure that you go to the Waterview app or go to our website to check out our small groups directory. We want to make sure that you get in a summer small group. I know that there's One for guys, and I'm really looking forward to that one and wanted to take a moment just to give that one a shout out because it's going to be all about barbecues and boats and baseball. So if that sounds like something you'd be into this summer, join a group, get in our men's small group. We're going to have a great time. But today I want to direct your attention to the book of Luke, Luke chapter number one, And as we continue our series, Faces of Faith, I wanted to take a look at this passage of scripture in Luke, chapter number one, because it's about a man and it deals with a situation that shines the beautiful spotlight on both fatherhood and faith. So it's going to be a win win today. Typically, you don't hear churches or pastors speak much out of Luke chapter 1 or 2 outside of the month of December but we're going to do it today because it's important I think on this day to look at both faith and fatherhood Luke chapter 1 and we're going to begin with verse number 5 if you have the Waterview app you can follow along in our digital worship guide all of the the verses and The notes are there. Luke chapter 1 and verse number 5, it says, In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Notice, both of them were righteous in the sight of God observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. You notice the distinction there. Dr. Luke, who penned this narrative, was one that dealt with specifics and that dealt with details and he said they were both very old and i'm sure that elizabeth did not appreciate luke's description but nevertheless he wrote it as it was he wrote it as he saw it the passage of scripture that we're going to focus on today in Luke chapter number one, it, it focuses on a man by the name of Zachariah. And right out of the gate, we see that we are talking about a very special man, a very unique man. You need to today, to make the observation that both Zachariah... And Elizabeth Luke records really had it together they were godly people they were good people I mean look at what is said of them both of them were righteous in the sight of God both of them observed all of the Lord's commands and his decrees blamelessly I mean, let's be honest, how many of us today could raise our hand and say, hey, I understand that, I get that, I I too am one that is doing everything I'm supposed to do without fault or without issue. I mean, we're talking about some very special people. They were righteous, they were godly, they just, they had it together And you could not find a more admirable couple. You could not find a greater example. I mean, if you want to hang around somebody, if you want to be in right relationships with someone, if you want to be a part of a a small group with someone, it would be Zachariah and Elizabeth. You, You could not find a more suited couple for the blessings of God. You see, not only are we talking about a man of God, somebody that I I would like to strive to be like, someone that I would, as as I'm pursuing, being a good father, that I'm going to try to pattern my life after, but he also had an extraordinary wife. You see, during this time, the Bible says that Zechariah was... He was a priest. He served Israel in the role of a priest. And great care was taken whenever a priest would select a wife. Like you just couldn't have any woman in that role with you. So in order to keep the line of succession in the priesthood that would be pure and unsullied, a man who aspired to be a priest who entered the priesthood would need to choose the right woman a a wife had to be jewish she had to be a daughter of israel but ideally it would be someone whose father was a priest basically from a a lineage of priests she kind of would be coming to the table with a working knowledge of what it was all about and we see here luke says that elizabeth is a descendant of aaron now It probably means very little to you, but if you know anything about Bible history, Aaron was the brother of Moses, and Aaron was the very first high priest of Israel. Like when God got the whole tabernacle and temple thing going and the priest thing going, Aaron was the very first one, and Elizabeth was a descendant of Aaron. Like this had been in the family for generations. She had been raised in and around the way that God worked and in and around God's church and in and around God's people. So we're talking about two extraordinary individuals, people that were examples in in faith People that were examples and conduct and morality and, and all of the things that that we're in that we in pursuit of. But yet the Bible says they were childless. They were childless. This this was very significant in that time because to have a child it represented it spoke to the goodness and to the blessing of God i think today it's it's still the same i mean we have this desire the majority of us we have this desire to to have children there's nothing more frustrating nor heartbreaking more heartbreaking than when a couple wants to have a child and because of medical reasons or other circumstances they're unable to have one and that's the story here of Zechariah and Elizabeth, they're childless, which means that they had some unfulfilled things in their life. And I'm wondering today, as I'm preaching to dads and to others who've come to learn about faith, I'm wondering today if there's anyone in here who could understand or could relate to having some unfulfilled things in their life. Like Maybe like Zachariah and Elizabeth, you're trying to do everything right. You're trying to do everything in your power to be close to God and to do what He wants of you and to to please Him in all of your dealings and and, and you're praying and, and you're doing the things that you know to do. But yet, although on the surface everything looks right and everything looks as it should be, you, on the inside, have some unfulfilled areas. You have some unmet promises. You have some hopes and some expectations that you have not yet experienced. And we know because they were, according to Dr. Luke, very old, that they had lived with this reality of this unfulfilled thing in their life, this lack of a child. They had lived with it a very long time. And my question to you today is, how do you handle the reality of doing everything you know to do right, yet at the same time, you're you're still feeling as though something is lacking in your life and there is something yet still to be delivered to you like there's something that you're wanting that you're believing god for you're praying and seeking god for but yet it's it's just delayed it's not yet come you've been doing everything you know to do but yet you're still not seeing that thing that would really just put the spark in your soul the light in your eyes you're doing all of it you're you're doing all the right things you feel as though in so so many ways like man, I, i i've got this i'm i'm doing it yet i've still got these unfulfilled and i've got these unanswered prayers and i just want you to see and to know here today that the lack of fulfillment you see fulfillment is a big deal here in Waterview Church because it's a big deal in the scripture. In fact, our mission as a church is to bring people fully alive, lead them to flourish, and equip them to live fulfilled. I believe that living fulfilled is the abundant life that Jesus promises in John 10. I believe that a fulfilled life is what Jeremiah prophesies when he writes about those that trust in the Lord are going to be like trees planted by the water and they're going to always flourish. They're going to always have green leaves. They're always going to produce fruit no matter what else is happening all around them. I I think that is what it means to be fulfilled. But yet, sometimes we can do right things be doing everything in our power to please God, yet we're going to have some area in our life that just doesn't quite yet feel fulfilled. For Zachariah and Elizabeth, it was they didn't have a child. And I don't know what it looks like for you, but I think all of us have something where we just feel like it's just not quite right. And I've been doing everything I know to do, and I'm going to keep trying to do everything that I know to do, but I just... Don't quite have that spark. I just don't quite yet have what I think God wants me to have. And this, hear me today, this lack of fulfillment in the middle of faithfulness, because Zechariah and Elizabeth, they were the pictures, they were the epitome of faithfulness. They had been serving God for years, doing all that they were supposed to do for years. Yet still, we're not yet holding God's promise. And this lack of fulfillment in the middle of faithfulness can be one of the most dangerous faith killers in your life. We're talking about faces of faith. And you know one of the things that can really work on your faith, that can try to steal and destroy your faith, is this idea of, I keep being faithful, but yet my promise has not yet shown up and there's a lack of fulfillment while i'm being faithful and if you're in that situation and if you're in that situation for an extended season it can cause us to give up but here's what i want to preach to you about today faith shows up faith shows up even though a lack of fulfillment, a lack of receiving what we believe is God's promise being delivered in our life during an extended season of faithfulness. Although that can be a faith killer, faith shows up. We're talking about the faces of faith and what faith looks like in our life. Well, if I was going to give a title to our time together today, it would be this very idea, faith shows up. It shows up. And look at what Luke continues to write about Zechariah. Verse number 8, he says, Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as a priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. So we know this about Zachariah. For years, he had been serving as a priest. For years, been doing what God wanted him to do. Years, a role model. Years, blameless. Years, faithful. But yet was childless. Was still unfulfilled in a very, in a very important area of his life. But then the next description of him was, and Zechariah just continues doing what he's always been doing. Zechariah continued as a priest showing up at the temple. Zechariah, according to the custom of the priesthood, went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense. You see, Zechariah, this kind of obscure and unknown figure, he was a priest who lived in a little hillside town in Judea. And two weeks a year, two weeks out of the whole year, he would go to the capital, which was Jerusalem, for his shift as a priest at the temple. There were a lot of priests that actually served in various duties at the temple. In fact, there was about 18,000 of them at the time of Zechariah. And since there were so many priests that served the temple who would enter into the holy place to clean the altar of incense and to offer fresh incense, because there were so many priests, usually a man like Zechariah, his chance to do that usually occurred only once in a lifetime. Like to have this blessed opportunity, to have this incredible chance. But year after year, the Bible says, Zachariah shows up, ready to fulfill his role, ready to do his thing. And now, he's very old. But he keeps showing up. Faith shows up. Now, I I get it that if I was preaching about David and Goliath and there's a giant that we got to face, faith shows up. We got to be ready to fight the giant. And I would imagine that if I was going from that angle, all of us would be all excited. If I could just preach, don't let fear keep you from the fight, faith shows up. Come on, you got to get in there no matter what the odds are, no matter what the obstacles are. You'd be like on the edge of your seat. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So good. Yeah, faith shows up. I got to go into that boardroom tomorrow because faith shows up. I got to work that overtime because faith shows up. I I got to deal with that situation. I got to face the devil because faith shows up. But to be honest with you, those are relatively easy messages for me to preach. Because I have found that it is exciting to motivate people to go after something big. I I mean, who is not inspired by a message that calls us to face the giants in our life? We sang about it today, about facing giants. The same God that helped David overcome Goliath is the same God that's going to help us overcome our giants And we're ready to charge out of here on a Sunday to go make magic happen in the name of God. We're going to fight our giants and we're going to succeed. But on this Father's Day, what I want to highlight to you from the life of Zechariah, because Zechariah is not fighting giants. Zechariah is not taking on devils. Zachariah is showing up doing the same thing over and over and over and over again for years without ever seeing God's promise fulfilled in his life. Hear me today, while it takes faith to go out and to overcome your giants, it takes great faith to keep showing up for the mundane things that God has called you to do in your life. I'm preaching today to dads who are getting up every day and who are going to work without applause and without fanfare. I'm preaching today to dads who are mowing the grass keeping the house in tip-top shape, who's helping out with dishes, making meals, helping to care for the kids, providing, protecting, doing all of the things. And although we would love for there to be a parade thrown in our honor, when we do those things, I have yet to receive a parade. And I would imagine you are still waiting on yours. But we as fathers continue to show up for the mundane. We continue to show up to do the things that aren't often appreciated, that aren't often talked about, things where we may not receive a whole lot of gratitude. Remember Zechariah, and remember this message today. It takes great faith to keep showing up for the mundane, to keep showing up to do the things that God has called you to do over and over and over again, and yet there still be a delay on what you feel is an appropriate compensation. Zachariah is very old, but year after year is doing what he's supposed to do as a priest, doing what he's supposed to do as a man of God, yet he still Doesn't have a child, but yet he still keeps showing up. And sometimes this is, in our life of faith, hear me today. I'm preaching to American Christians. Sometimes in our life of faith, this is our greatest struggle. Yeah, when Goliath shows up, you can get excited because it means a fight. But showing up year after year after year for duty. Doing over and over and over again what is right but isn't always celebrated. That's a real aspect to our faith. And do you know that there are some victories that can only be won by the constant and the continual discipline of executing the mundane? Can I be faithful to what God has brought me to even when I don't see fruit? Yes, today I'm preaching to fathers, but I'm really, I'm preaching to everyone who says I've put my faith in Jesus. I'm preaching to everyone who has said, I, I'm a Christian, I, I'm a follower of Jesus. You see, there are some things, there are some miracles that your feet can bring you to that your mouth cannot. And what I mean by that is, it's one thing to talk about something, it's one thing to give lip service to something, but faith requires more than just a declaration, Faith is more than just what you say with your words. Faith is more than just an occasional conversation. It's more than dedication. Faith is perspiration. Faith is like Zachariah, who says that he loves and serves God, but yet then actually walks that out year after year after year. He's faithful even when he is unfulfilled. He was Faithful, hear me today, faithful to his duty while dealing with disappointment. Dad, can you be faithful to your duty even while wrestling with disappointment? Can we continue to press into God and to open our hearts to him and to go after all that he has for us? And live a life that matters and be fully alive flourish and, and attempt to live as fulfilled as we possibly can while dealing with disappointment I for one have seen in my own life and in the life of others through the years that disappointment has killed many miracles prematurely because here's the thing if we end Luke Chapter number 1 at verse number 10. If we end it there. If we end it with Zachariah's lack of fulfillment after years of faithfulness. If we end it there with him dealing with his disappointment. We would never get to the miracle that is getting ready to come. It takes big faith. It takes powerful faith. It takes real trust in God to keep showing up year after year. Faith shows up. It takes big faith, extraordinary faith to keep showing up year after year when you're disappointed or when you're dealing with a lack of fulfillment. Imagine Zachariah. He's showing up year after year doing what he's supposed to do. This man of God, this example And he's watching other priests showing up with their sons, training them, spending time with them, showing them, hearing the laughter of boys 7, 8, 9, 17, 18, watching priests interact with the promises that they've received from God. And yet he... Is still empty-handed imagine Zachariah he is serving the God that could have answered the prayer of Zachariah and Elizabeth a thousand times over but yet still had not imagine his emptiness his frustration his disappointment but here's the thing today we've got to remain faithful even when we're unfulfilled. we got to remain faithful even when it's not coming together like we thought it would. we got to remain faithful even when it's not happening as quick as it should. Dro- Job, are you going to trust him when everything is against you and everything is taken from you? Joseph, are you going to remain faithful when you lose that beloved coat of many colors and your dreams are unrealized? Joseph, you're helping interpret other people's dreams, but yet you're still in prison. And there's some of us here today, I believe, that are fighting this very thing. Because like Zechariah, we're going one week to the next. One month to the next. One year to the next. Carrying unfulfilled dreams. And then what we do is we bring the fear and the disappointment of last year into this year. Because we haven't seen any kind of a change. But Zachariah. As we read through the story of his life, his extraordinary life in Luke chapter number one, his faithfulness, while being unfulfilled, brought him to the day where he has a divine appointment. Luke continues in verse number 11. I want you to see it. It says, then, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him. What's the then? It's after he had kept showing up. Then the angel appeared to him. After he kept doing what he was supposed to do, after he kept showing up, after he kept working through his disappointments and his lack of fulfillment, then, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zachariah saw him, he was startled and he was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him do not be afraid zachariah your prayer has been heard and i can imagine his immediate thought oh really (laughs) and when exactly did that happen like just now or like 40 years ago do not be afraid zachariah your prayer has been heard your wife elizabeth's gonna bear you a son and you're going to call him John. And he's going to be a joy and he's going to be a delight to you. And many are going to rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go on before the Lord and the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Are you ready for this? It was Zachariah's faithfulness that put him on a collision course with the favor of God. And if you don't remember anything else from today, Dad, the rest of us who are just trying to follow Jesus despite our disappointments and despite the delays in receiving the promises that, that... We're waiting on from heaven. Favor finds faith that keeps showing up. Eventually, it's going to make its way to you. Eventually, you're going to see, you're going to know, you're going to embrace what you've been longing for. Favor finds faith that keeps showing up. It says this in Romans chapter 5 and verse number 2. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. Because of our faith. Favor. The favor of God finds faith. It finds people that keep showing up. And that's the story of Zechariah. He kept showing up. Despite disappointment. Despite unfulfilled promises. Despite denials and delays. He kept showing up. And eventually the favor of God found him there. And one day. He had been doing the same things. Over and over again for years. But there was One day. And even though he was very old and he had been doing this for years, he was brought to one encounter that changed his life forever. And that's the power of a moment. That is the power of the favor of God. That is the power of the result of continuing to show up. All it takes is just one day, one moment. But I think it's really interesting how he responds. I can totally relate to it. And I imagine that you can as well. The scripture says that Zechariah was startled and he was gripped with fear. Imagine that he's a priest working in the house of God. But when God shows up to do what he's wanting him to do, he's startled and he's afraid. Is that not like you and I, we're like praying and seeking God, wanting God to do things, and then when God actually shows up to do it, we're like, whoa, mind blown. And why is that? How is this? If we're people of faith, and he actually shows up to deliver on his promise, why are we so blown away? Why are we so startled? It's because I think too many of us live saying that we're believers, saying that we're people of faith, but practically speaking, in the logistics of our life, we're more like atheists. Because we don't really expect God to show up. We say, I'm going to do the right things, I'm going to seek God for this. But then we don't really expect Him to actually do it. But the favor of God finds the faith that keeps showing up. Are you going to be surprised when God shows up in your life? Are you going to be surprised when God shows up in your situation? You've been believing for it. You've been praying for it. You've been expecting it. You've been looking for it. And then when he shows up, are, are you going to be startled? Are you going to be surprised? Or is this, this life of faith, is this pursuit of faith, is it become just ritual and routine? Or are we showing up and are we believing God and are we ready to receive the favor when it comes? Here's the last thing that I want to leave with you as I close. Faith is continuing to show up with the expectation that God is going to show up. Because it's one thing to be faithful out of a sense of duty and obligation. And it's another to keep showing up and to be faithful and to be faith filled with the expectation that God at any moment is going to show up in my life. I'm not sure when and I'm not sure how, but he's going to come. He's going to be there. I can trust him. I can rely on him. He's good. He's never failed me yet. Will you stand with me here today? Faith is showing up. Faith is continuing to show up with the expectation that God is going to show up. Dad, I just want you to know here today that what you're doing, like Zachariah, it matters. Showing up day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, doing the things that you know to do, doing the right things. Without much fanfare, without much obvious reward, it matters. It's powerful. It's going to open up doors of blessing for those that you're serving and for you. To those of you that are just considering today the the weight of this story and how it applies to your own life that that you know that God's asking you to do certain things and, and, and maybe you try it for a little while then you step back because you're frustrated then you try it again and then you're unfulfilled so you, so you go in another direction and I just want to encourage you today that the favor of God follows faith shows up to faith that keeps showing up. Don't stop doing What God has put in your heart to do. Don't stop doing what God has called us to do because there's going to be a day, there's going to be a day that no matter what it is that you're believing for, no no matter how long you've been waiting for it to come to pass, there's going to come a day where God is going to show up in your life and he's going to say, I've seen you. I I, I saw that you were dependable. I saw that you were faithful. I saw that you kept doing what was right, even though you were disappointed, even though you were frustrated, you kept showing up. I've seen it. And now I'm getting ready to bless you. I'm getting ready to move in your life. You're getting ready to experience the thing that is closest to your heart. And I just feel like today that the Holy Spirit wanted to to let somebody know that you are much closer to receiving what God has promised you than you realize. I know that it's been delayed, but it's coming, and faith just keeps showing up. Can you keep showing up through the ups and downs of life? Can you keep showing up through the different seasons of life? Can you keep showing up expecting that God is going to eventually show up? That's faith.